Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success welcome back to the wedding procast my name's donna Eid. i'm your host and today we're going to be talking about how do you use email marketing in your business is it something that you think doesn't apply because our turnover is quicker than other industries? If so, definitely listen in. Hi and welcome back to the podcast. It is so great to have you listening here. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button where you are listening so that you don't miss out on any of our episodes going forward. And if you feel that this episode has given you a little bit of help and advice, then please do consider leaving us a review on iTunes podcasts. It helps the message get out to more people. And if you leave a review, I might just read it out on the show. Like this one from the lovely Mrs. J. Clark. Thank you so much for your five-star review. I have had the pleasure of meeting Donna. She is very professional and her standards are extremely high. She's very passionate about what she does and that reflects in her podcasts. I really appreciate that because the whole reason behind the podcast is the fact that I set up the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors last year for professionals much like yourself, those of you who are listening. And The podcast is part of that. It is here to help you to streamline your processes, build your business and increase your visibility. So professionalism is something I feel very strongly about. So that was a lovely, lovely review to read. Thank you so much. It's a Valentine's episode today. So I wanted to focus a little more on our marketing strategy and especially around our email marketing and how we can use that at this time of year, especially. Now, of course, you know, know guys that Christmas Day, New Year's Day and Valentine's Day are three of our biggest engagement days of the year and it does all tend to happen at this time of year around those dates when most people are getting engaged. Not to say that it doesn't happen throughout the year because of course it does but these are kind of three key dates in our diary where we know that couples are going to be getting engaged. And it is important, therefore, that we put ourselves out there, especially at these times of year, so that people can find us. Now, the competition will be high around this time of year because everybody is doing the same thing. So it can be hard to stand out in the crowd. But I just wanted to walk you through something that I think would be a really good idea for you to implement in your business, something that can really help you nurture your couples. Now, it is something that 
I've struggled with in years gone by, thinking about how the turnover of a couple is a lot quicker than a lot of the online businesses that you see. I follow a lot of online entrepreneurs and listen to their podcasts and listen to how they do things. And they often turn around and talk about having a nurture sequence and having people on their email lists for years and years and years before they buy. And of course, that's not appropriate for our industry. We are going to have brides on our email list for years and years and years before they buy we're going to have people that come on our email list and just stay there years and years and years and never buy because they actually chose somebody else so we want to try and avoid that happening for us so today I wanted to go through some information for you so one thing that is really really important is to get people on your list as soon as possible so especially in the first couple of weeks after an engagement couples are searching they're online they're interacting they're finding vendors they're looking for venues they're looking at photographer websites that they're doing all of this research and it's usually due to the excitement of what's going on and actually this isn't the time when they actually start booking it's just their initial excitement and they want to see what's out there so this is the perfect perfect time to get them on your list because your list is where you build your relationship with them and you want to build a relationship with them you want them to think of you as the go-to person for your particular area of expertise so one thing that you want to do is have a freebie attached to your niche so this isn't a generalized freebie this isn't something that you know how to plan your wedding or what you need to do when things like that those things would be appropriate for wedding planners but not really for any of the other areas of the wedding industry you need to have something that's hooked into your niche so for example you might have something like five top tips to consider when designing your wedding stationery or three questions every wedding photographer should be able to say yes to when you ask an essential checklist of things you need to do before choosing your wedding flowers five things you need to decide before you book a single vendor so that last one would be aimed at planners the one before a florist photographer stationer you see where I'm going with this so you need to come up with something that is specific to your niche you need to become the expert to them in that niche once you've got them on your list you need to provide value for them and this doesn't mean really long emails it doesn't it really really doesn't have to mean long emails and in fact if you can do short quick tips it's more likely that they're actually going to read it absorb it and open more emails in the future. I don't know about you, but if I get an email that's really, really long, I really don't read it. I might read the headlines if they have been smart enough to kind of put subheadings in that tell the story without me having to read it all. I might read those. But if if I open it up and all I can see is loads of text, I literally switch off and I haven't got time for it. Your couples are going to be getting so many emails from so many different suppliers. If you can be the person that's giving them short, 
bursts of value in their inbox every week, then they are more likely to open yours than somebody else's. The other thing you need to do is when you're making sure that these are niche related, so they're, you know, if you're a florist, you're giving tips on flowers, you know, what flowers are currently in season, what flowers are in season in autumn, the reason it's better to have flowers that are in season. There's so much you could talk about and you just choose one little topic each week and you can send that out. Don't forget to ask for an appointment. So every week or two weeks, you need to be putting at the bottom of that email, hey, you know, I would love to talk to you about your plans for your day and how I might be able to help you. Book your free 30 minute call with me and have a link to something like Calendly. Calendly is really good. You can have it um, linked for a phone call or for Zoom. And it's just so easy to use that something like that would be really good that you can just have them book in a time with you to have a call. And then you start really building on that potential of booking them as a client. So for example, don't just keep giving them value on value on value, because then you're just going to become this voice in their inbox that gives them great ideas, but they forget that you actually sell this service. They forget that they can actually get you to do it for them. So it's really important to regularly ask for the appointment. For example, you might talk in your email about the difference between having a belly band or a corner folder to hold your stationery. What looks best in what situation? And then ask for the appointment. I'd love to discuss your plans and needs. Book in for a free consultation. So what I will do is I will link my Calendly in the show notes so that you guys can go and check that out and have a look at it. You are free to book in a call with me. If you'd like to find out more about the society, you can book a call and I will happily talk to you about it. But it's just for an example for you to have a look at and so that you can go through to the website. But if you would like a call, then do feel free. Once somebody has booked an appointment with you, label them in your email provider that they have booked an appointment so that you don't send them follow-up emails asking them to book an appointment. So they now need to come out of your main list where you're doing those requests and move them into a separate list that follows up with them from having a call with you. And all this can be automated, guys. You could literally have 52 emails that give tips out, uh, one tip a week for 52 weeks that guides them through your niche. And you could start today, write your first email to your list, top tip number one for your wedding day, write your email, put it into an automation sequence. Next week, do the, and after a year, you've written all of those emails, they can just start, they'll just automatically go. Every time somebody signs up, you put them on to go onto that automation. So they will start receiving the first email, the second email, the third email, while you're writing email 42 for that week. And then once your 52 weeks are up, you don't have to write another weekly email. It's there, it's done guys. So just make sure that if they do book an appointment with you, you move them out of that list so they stop receiving the emails that ask them to book an appointment. So they can still get value and I'll talk about that in a second. But those who don't book an appointment, 
You want to continue providing them value and continue to ask for the appointment. What you can do is after a few months of them being on your list, you might want to pop in the bottom of an email. Have you already booked your X provider, whatever it is that you do? Have you already booked your cake maker? Click here. If not, book a call. And so you're asking them again for that call to action to book an appointment with you. But if they have already booked somebody, you need to know this. The sooner you know this, the better, because you don't want to be wasting your time with people that already have a vendor. Because we're doing this as an automation, it's not so much of a wasted time. But what I suggest you do is if they click on to say that they have booked somebody, send them to a landing page on your website that says, thank you so much for being on my list. Thank you so much for giving me space in your inbox. I know it can get cluttered, especially when you're planning your wedding. So here is what I'm suggesting. As you have already booked your ex supplier, you may not find value in my emails anymore. So I will remove you from my email list so you don't receive any more information from me. However, if you're in enjoying my tips, I would love to continue sending them to you. Please pop your email below and your date of your wedding and I won't contact you after that wedding date, but I will continue to provide you with my tips up until that point. And that gives them the option then to get off your list or to continue receiving stuff. If they choose to continue receiving emails by filling in that opt-in form, you will have them tagged in the back end as say, you know, already booked someone else. So you will know to split that and make sure they don't get the um, emails asking them to book an appointment with you. You would have two emails. If they're tagged booked, they get this email. You know, if they're not booked, then they would get the regular email that asks. So you can just adjust your email to take out that call to action and have that sent to the other list. So why would you want to continue sending emails to somebody who has already booked their vendor? Two reasons. One, something might go wrong with that vendor. And if you have turned around and said to them, hey, you know, if you've already booked, you might not want to receive my emails anymore. But I'm quite happy to send you my tips, even though you've booked somebody else, if you'd like, um, please enter your email. They're going to remember that you gave them the out. You didn't just continue. It comes across more as a conversation, a relationship that you're asking permission to stay in contact with them, even though you know they've booked somebody. And the fact that you'll have it split so that they won't get any more book a call, book a call emails will just solidify you as an expert and a professional in their eyes. So if anything does go wrong with their vendor, they are more likely to come to you and say, hey, we've been let down. Can you help us? The second reason that you would want them to let you stay in their inbox is because if you provide value right up until their wedding day, once their wedding day has come and gone, like the week after, two weeks after, you want to send them a final email to say, hey, do you know what? I have absolutely loved sending you um, tips and tricks for your wedding day. I hope the day was absolutely amazing and that you loved your whatever it is that your niche is, loved your wedding cake. Please remember me to your friends if you hear of anyone else getting married. Simple as that, they may well recommend you to somebody else, especially if their vendor 
didn't do what they should have done or they didn't feel that they were provided with a great service. The fact that you have provided great service in their inbox every week and have taken the time to give them an out if they wanted it, taken the time to wish them well, will put you head and shoulders above other vendors that just delete them from the list after six months, assuming that they've booked somebody or just keep emailing them well beyond their wedding date with emails because they've forgotten to unsubscribe. So just do you many favours for being polite. So that's it, guys. As I said, those emails don't have to be essays. They can just be short and punchy. Do feel free to add your images if you're comparing something like the suggestion that I gave there of why a belly band might look better than a corner fold for invitations. If You can put a couple of pictures in if you're talking about photography and you want to state, you know, why black and white photography can sometimes look better than colour and you want to put a picture in to show that. Those sorts of things are really good, but keep it short, keep it sharp and always have a call to action in the bottom there. If you've not booked your vendor yet, please book a 30 minute free consult with me and have them click that button. And then maybe three months after they've been on your list and then every sort of couple of weeks after that, have you booked your vendor? Click here. If you haven't, book an appointment with me. And if they have booked, then put them on that other list where they don't get those booking notices anymore. And you can just literally duplicate your email and have it that you take out the call to action and that the people that have booked get the list of ones without the call to action and the people that haven't yet booked will get that call to action email. So you might want to talk to an expert in email marketing to set that funnel up for you. MailChimp is super simple. It's what I use and you can get around it. You can figure it out yourself, but there are plenty of people out there that can help you with structuring that and putting it in place if it's something that you're not comfortable with. So I hope that helps guys. Have an absolutely wonderful Valentine's Day, whatever you are doing. It is bittersweet that we are still in lockdown but it is a day of love so send some love out there to everybody that you know and celebrate the day and hopefully we'll see lots of shiny rings on our feeds over the next coming days and that is a perfect opportunity to shout about what you do so that's it for today guys i will speak to you next week bye for now Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.